Listen, every day, 130 is Hanson Scouting. That's another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health Fitness here on the Zone Sports Network. Going to have the stones all day, aren't we, Yach? Might as well. Yeah, Charlie Watts died yesterday at age 80. I mean, the stones are clearly the most iconic rock and roll band. He joined in 1963. What is that? 57 years ago? Yes. Eight years ago, something like that. No, yeah. 57. You got it. Yeah. I mean, come on. And, and they're getting ready to go back out on tour. They were going to go last year, but the pandemic hit. They did a thing on television when everything was shut, and they uh, he just air-drummed because there it was acoustic and there was no need for him to be. But they had him on there. And, yeah, 80 years old, Charlie Watts. Well, I'm married to the same gal all this time, too. I think he married her that very year, like in 1963. He's been married to the same woman. You think, I mean, if you add up all of the wives that Mitch, Mick had, I don't think they even add up to age 63 or 57. Seems like he gets, you know, us rock and rollers, we go very young. Uh, and he was the guy who, the, the, the LA Times has a great lead this morning. Uh, on that, if the other guys were rolling, somebody had to be the stone. <laughs> and that job was Charlie Watts. And then he gave out a quote that said, uh, Mick and Keith write the songs. The music is theirs. So the bottom line is if they want me to just go wham, 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 then that's what I'll do. <laughs> I think it should be whammity, wham, bam, but I'll do wham, wham, wham. On and off the stage, he was quiet and reserved, sticking to the shadows and letting the rest of the band suck up the limelight. I've actually never been interested in all that stuff, and I still am not, he told the San Diego Tribune in 1991. I don't know what showbiz is, and I've never watched MTV. Yeah. There are people who just play instruments, and I'm pleased to know that I'm one of them. Right. He had a funny thing about he wanted him to go back to jazz clubs. He said, Well, that's where he got it. That's where his first interest in music was. He acknowledged that the arenas were more lucrative, but he said it's hard to interact with the band when you don't even know where Rick, where Mick is as he's gone around the corner and down the road. Because, you know, this, the, they, they'll have those long uh, runways so he can interact with more of the crowd and they can charge more money. <laughs> and he's a quarter mile away at the other end of the arena. Yeah. And then there's a legendary story that uh, Mick referred to him as my drummer. And he heard about it, uh, left his house, put on a, got, took a shower, put on a suit, went over to where Mick was. And Mick opened the door and he punched him in the face. And he said, don't you ever refer to me as your bleeping drummer. You're my bleeping singer. Wasn't it Keith Richards that said he, uh, the only reason he didn't let him like fall out the window that he slumped up against is because he was wearing his own jacket that he didn't want to get ruined or some <laughs> such during that whole incident? So that's the the legendary story, I think, of Charlie Watts. And those guys, man, have stayed together all these years. And they're supposed to go out on tour. And it was just announced last week that uh, Richards' side guy, who uh, he has another band, they were going to use his that drummer, as they get ready to go, they're going to be in uh, at this Raider Stadium on November 6th. And uh, the port report was, well, Charlie would uh, join them later on down the road. Now never. Yeah. A week later, he's dead. Paul McCartney said he knew he was sick, but he didn't know he was that sick. And it's truly a legend, no doubt about it. 
And if you think the Stones are over, overrated, you are a freaking idiot. Hey, stop and that. Change the channel right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it may not be your genre. I get it. But so what? Greatness is greatness. I never saw Norm Van Brocklin, but they tell me he was great. And I'm going to take their word for it. Greatness is great. It stands the test of time. A hundred years from now, the statues will still be great. They'll be great forever because they were great when they played. And they could have played in any era and still have been great. I don't care what era. Even in the three-point thing going on today, letter carrier would still be great. And greatness is great. It is very much so. And it doesn't matter what time it is. Featured in every single one of the band's studio albums. I guess they had another drummer early on before they took off, but I guess it's like the Beatles. That's the last uh, the last piece of the puzzle. Yeah, well, they they've had, had a few members. Charlie. I mean, these, those three have been the longest. Uh, another guy, Wyman, is out. And on uh, what's-his-face, Jones died, I think, there. So there's been other people. Ronnie Wood is in place now, as has been for 40 the, years. Yeah. All right, well, Stones all all morning long. Legend. Big time. Question of the day. What's the point of this Big Ten ACC Pac-12 alliance? Yeah, you fans, this is your conference. Get on the app. Do you care? Did it mean anything to you? Are you nervous about being left behind? And to me, the answers to all of those questions are no, 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 no. You're not nervous about them being left behind? No. Really? No. I was thinking about this last night. I was sure your answer to that was going to be yes. No. Kyle said, everybody for themselves... You don't think 64 will get, or 68 or whatever it's at, will get pared down? I mean, pared down to whatever, Utes are going to be included. That is a lot of confidence. I got to say, I'm surprised. Why wouldn't you take them? What don't they bring? It's a football-driven decision, obviously. You can, you can pump academics all you want. Go, go ahead. Great. Go do that. Do whatever you want there. And I don't know if Notre Dame is in the Association of American uh, universities, universities and Artists and Painters. and I believe uh, they are, but I don't and know. And philosophers or whatever. <laughs> but if Notre Dame wants to come, you're taking them. Whether they are or they aren't, it doesn't matter. It's about cash. So they bring the cash. And I think Utah has established itself to where you look at the conference and you take SC, Oregon, SC long-term, Oregon, they should have their record books, all their records and their media guides should have before PK, after PK. It's like BC and AD, right? Because once Phil Knight got involved, everything, everything changed. changed. So all that stuff that went on earlier, it doesn't matter. So after Phil Knight, before Phil Knight. And so they're a major player now. But then, right, everybody else, Utah's at the top of that list. They're not going to get left behind. 
This is a growing area. It's like everything that comes out, the best economy, fastest growing state, St. George, fastest growing uh, metropolitan. They can't keep up. You drive down there, and all you see is wood because they're building houses. Speaking of Ronnie Wood, they got housing wood. And all they're doing, and no offense to Natalie Wood, and Wilbur Wood, and wow. Bruce Woodbury. Wow. Keep I like going. the Bruce Woodbury shout out, though. <laughs> That's solid right there. They call him Woody. 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 Yes. Woody. So you had all these things going. You had Woody on uh, Toy Story. Go him, too. And Craig Bojack. <laughs> Infinity, Infinity and, beyond. and Beyond. Yeah. That's where the Utes are going. <laughs> so all arrows in this community and this state are pointing up. I think Tom Homo was talking about that. They have that education week thing, they call it, down there in Provo, uh, what, uh, sometime in August. And he was, I thought I read somewhere in one of the websites, he was talking about, you know, the economy and how it's helped BYU. So if you got a brain, you want to be associated with the state of Utah. Well, in the Pac-12, obviously it's the University of Utah. So I have no fear that they'll be left behind. And I told you, a Pac-12 official in the restroom at Sun Devil Stadium told me we love having Utah in the conference. In a conference that's a little short on passion, the Utes bring a bigger dose of it than most. By There's a no wide, question. By a wide margin in some cases. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've been to everywhere in this conference several times over, over many years. I can remember the first uh, Pac-12 media or ba- Pac-12 basketball thing that was in Vegas. The first year it was in Vegas, which I think was the second year of the deal of the, them being in the conference or the Pac-12 actually existing. Because the Pac-12 didn't exist until they got in. And I'm going to get my media credential for the tournament, right? And they've got a room off to the side in the MGM. And I see somebody in there, a basketball person. And Utah was down at that time, as we recall. They're down now. Uh, but he told me, he said, yeah, we don't fear Utah or we don't think Utah will stay down. We fear them actually rising. They just got too good of a fan base for them to be down well, that long. Now they've been down a little bit here and then and Harlan waiting. makes the move. Yeah. But he was right at the time because they did get a sweet sixteen and an NCAA. They had, they uh, had two good years there. Yeah. Yep. And then it, it, it obviously it tailed off here the last several years. But it's I Greg Smith brings a bundle of energy. We'll see what he can do. Uh, but you have to think that it's only a matter of time before they're comp- competing for NCAA tournament bids again. And the point is, that's two different sports, two different scenarios to where people have told me, in the restroom at Sun Devil Stadium, I get a lot of news in the restroom. <laughs> people have time to talk. <laughs> well, it's, it's bo- interestingly, it's both on the road. Because when you're on the road, that's where you get a lot of information because people see you and you're differentiated from the 500 people who go cover the home games. And so I rarely get over the years, and having done this for many years, don't get as much information. I've had in-depth conversations with athletic directors and whatnot on the road because they see you're putting in the time and your company's putting in the money and they talk to you. And guys in this community, same type of deal. So when you're on the road, it pays off way more than you can actually tangibly um, account for. And sure enough, in the bathroom of all places, and the guys, I introduced myself and he just went nuts. I mean, I knew who he was. I'm I don't think he knew who I was, but uh, we started talking, and he just we just love having them in the conference. 
Yes, but will people like that be calling the shots? They'll see what this is about. If, 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 if an auxiliary person can see it, then certainly a top dog, man or woman, they would see it or else they'd be blind. Well, it may not even come to that. It's not going to come to anything because they're going to be included. Well, maybe it won't get pared down. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm not worried about Utah being in. I'm far more concerned about BYU being in. So you're ready for BYU should be in. Ready for the shorter term because I think this is going to play out as a longer term deal. Well, nothing's going to happen for four more years. We've got right. four seasons, and, and I think the alliance can do their thing, and There's they'll nothing get to do. They're going to get. They're going to split up the postseason TV deal, and CBS and Fox are going to stay in and bid on these contracts, and leagues aren't going to break up in the short run. And a commissioner knows this, and that's why he said in the short run. It'll there'll be small tweaks, but it basically. Be but the they're, same they're thing. under contract, the so there's run, nothing to change. But in when the he short says run. in the long run, I think he's talking 15 to 20 years, and who knows if it'll get pared down then. But let's not worry about that then, right? So I think that the well, alliance now, not then, right? The alliance holds, but they expand by two teams, and are you okay with that? Because you're probably going to end up seeing less of USC and UCLA. What do you mean? I'm, I'm going to see them. They're every, not going to come. They're not going to come here as often. Fine. I mean, I'm going to see them every week. <laughs> they're on television, so you're not a season ticket holder. Are fans going to be okay with that change? Because that seems like a change that is coming. If you win the conference, they're going to be absolutely. If they had, if they decided to go to do away with divisions, and they only talking about going to eight games, that's an interesting yes. thing. Go to eight games, I think that, and I mean, UC Los Angeles and SC are happen to be buys that year, and you win the conference and go to the Rose Bowl. Are you okay with that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if your team is running out of the tunnel on January one with the San Gabes in the background? And the sun shining, and Dick Enberg and Merlin Olson announcing the game. What? <laughs> okay, whoever Dick uh, Dick Enberg and Dick Merl- Enberg Merlin and Merlin Olson. Olson announcing the game for Wilbur Wood and Charlie. And I was covering. I was in the Rose Bowl January one one day. One January one, and I was next in line at the urinal, and somebody taps me on the shoulder and says. Can I please jump in there because I have to get back to uh, the uh, work spot? And you I got turn a lot around. Of bathroom stories. I know I do. I turn around, and it was Dick Enberg. Yeah. And I said, Mister Enberg, the urinal is yours. <laughs> Did you really say that? <laughs> that would have been so formal. He probably would have laughed. I know. <laughs> so Dick Enberg, Pac-12 officials, and DJ is here, isn't he? You can all trace two restrooms. Kenny Stavler. That's four. How many? How many more? I only have one bathroom story. Oh, I've got multiple. Really? Oh yeah. I got off the plane in L. L. I was down there on an assignment. Doing whatever, who knows? I don't remember. And you, I had to go to the bathroom, so got off, went to the bathroom. First bathroom I see, who comes in standing next to me? The snake. I said, Kenny Stabler. Yeah, hey, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, hi, hi. I mean, you know, you're a couple of men, you're standing there, you're sort of limited. You can't really go anywhere. And then my favorite bathroom story. I'm down in California, and we went out, my wife and I, staying at a hotel, 
and I had some stomach issues. So I didn't want to go to the bathroom in the hotel room because that might cause a problem. So I went in. <laughs> can't even say this with a straight face, and I shouldn't say it anyway, but I'm me, and people put up with me. And so I go to the bathroom in the hotel lobby bathroom, and I'm going, doing my thing. Guy walks in with like a four-year-old girl, and I could see through the little crack. <laughs> and the four-year-old says some truth? She says, Oh, what is that? That's why I'm downstairs in the lobby. And I had to muffle my laughter. <laughs> and I waited till they cleared. Absolutely. <laughs> till the smoke and the coast were clear. <laughs> oh, brother. All right, DJ and PK, Riley Jensen, College Football Insider, coming up to talk Utes, Cougars, and Aggies at 8 o'clock. Stay with us. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.